Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting installment of Lonely River Lighthouse. I am your host, Jose Solorio. foremost take this opportunity to thank everyone who listened to the first episode and for being here again today i can honestly say that i was overwhelmed with joy out of you know all the support the messages phone calls you know things that i got from from people i i was extremely surprised and very very happy to have that and i just want to say that uh that w- that definitely motivates me to continue this podcast and to only continue getting better at it too. So thank you. I, I really appreciate each and every one of you. So without further ado, you know, I'll get it right into our next subject for the episode. So today I'll actually be talking about letting go of the past, letting bygones be bygones. And I'm more than certain that most of us have heard or listened to many different kinds of teachings and perspectives on this particular matter. Not one or the other is right or wrong. I think uh, everyone should always look at what best helps and suits them for their particular situation. So I'll actually be talking about, I guess, what best resonated with me and what helped me overcome much of what was weighing me down for most of my life. So for starters, um, to let go, you must first go back. Ironically, yes, that that is the first step, is uh, going back to the past first. And the reason why we must go back is usually because uh, when we're holding on to the past, it's because something is not exactly complete there. So maybe there's something that we haven't accepted or something we refuse to recognize or maybe even forgiving someone or something that even we might have done. So I recognize that doing this particular thing, revisiting the past, can often be painful for many of us. And there is no real easy way to to say this, but it it must be done. Um, The reason why we haven't let go is because we refuse to do that one first step in going back to recognize and accept or forgive whatever is there and the past lingers on in our present and uh, unfortunately in our future because because of our need for certainty Uh, as humans we're you know we're deterred or we're intimidated by that which is uncertain that which is different that which is new changes in our lives all those things frighten us And that's why we hold so close or why we hold uh, to a high regard whatever happened to our past, no matter how painful it may have been, because that is something that we can always go back to and say, see, I know if I do this or I know if I um, handle this situation this way, this this is what will happen. So that that's something that is really operating out of a survival And it's not really adding any value to you because you're not giving yourself the opportunity to experience something new in the effort to try to avoid whatever traumatized you or hurt you in the past is 
you know, limiting the opportunity for you to experience something new and most oftentimes is causing you to relive those things again and again and again. I often refer to this as, you know, having your, your winning formula or, you know, having a cookie cutter approach. And what I mean by that is, is sometimes when we recognize a situation that is currently happening to us that reminds us of something that hurt us in the past, we're so quick to revert back to that being or that person into how we handle this new situation. But I think much like, um, you know, much like formulas, I'll take mathematics, for instance, much like in mathematics, as there is in life, there's variables, there's differences in everything. So not one, two, not any two uh, problems are the same. You know, each and every single one of them requires a different approach and a fresh perspective on how that situation needs to be handled. But until we recognize all of those things beforehand, then honestly we're doomed to, you know, fail once again and, and continue living in that cycle when we operate from the past. So once we've truly recognized that, which is in our past that's currently affecting our decision making. Uh, I think the next important thing that helped me out was to recognize or assess how is this hurting me now or how is this affecting those around me? You know, it uh, definitely played a part in my relationships. It played a part in my career potential, you know, all of those things. And I wasn't even completely aware of it until I became present with what started it all in the first place. And then it's also important once you've recognized how it's currently affecting you is to list what benefits or what possibilities are possible there from you letting go of that. What can you achieve or how can life, how differently can life look when you learn to let go of that? You know, if I learn to let go of the pain of something that happened to me, how will my next relationship look like? How will my next job look like? How will all of my new friendships look like? I think those are all very important in looking in the possibilities, not necessarily getting your hopes up or anything like that, but being really true and realistic in what can really come from you changing that one thing that is currently holding you down. Now, going forward from this, will there be other times where we get hurt? Of course there will be. I cannot sit here and, and tell you that we will not ever be hurt in our lives when we learn how to do this. But through learning how to do this, we're able to quickly let go and proceed with our lives instead of letting it hamper us down and hold us back from everything. Um, one thing that I can say that was very real for me, the biggest thing or the biggest fear that I operated from in my past was fear of failure and that's because at a very early age I was taught that failure was unacceptable you know uh, in school anything less than a 100 is a it was deemed a failure um, if something didn't quite meet the standards of um, you know my, my dad or anything like that then you know that was deemed a failure and I carried that for so long where I have consistently been my toughest critic even when people around me would tell me how great of a job I would do on certain things or how well I 
carried myself in certain things, I, I wouldn't accept it because it did not quite meet up to my standards. And that's a very, that's a very negative uh, way to, to operate because then it created a lot of, I guess like a bad perspective from people where people thought I was, you know, maybe conceited or self-centered that I didn't know how to take a compliment or anything like that. It wasn't anything against them. It had to do with myself and not being able to let go of what my perception of high standards were. And so with that, I, that's why I say that it's okay to fail. I, I've since learned that I've had many failures since learning that. And it's only, more than anything, given me something invaluable in experience and many lessons learned. And that's something that I think we as humans thrive on is being able to experience new things, learn new things and continue growing as people. So that way we're better equipped whenever something comes our way, when we're able to operate out of a different mindset than operating from our past no matter what challenge comes our way, we're able to break through that in a much more empowering way than what was limiting us with what we knew before, what we were only certain of. And I guess the, the next thing that I can say that's very important in this too is having the consistency. So being able to apply this every single time that something comes up in our lives something that is truly challenging comes up in our lives is having the consistency to approach this a as this way instead of holding on to it you know having the resentment and having all of these other thoughts that don't really add any value to us is having the consistency to take the time to do all these things for that particular situation and carrying that into to add to ourselves um so, you know, some of those things that are important, too, in maintaining the consist consistency is also uh, taking a hard look at ourselves. Where are we in our lives? You know, are we happy with who we are? And if not, then what are we doing about it? Um, you know, analyzing your environment. Uh, what's, what's, uh, what's our environment look like? You know, what kind of people am I surrounded by? What kind of mindset mindsets surround me and... You know, what are the conversations that are happening around me? Are these truly things that give me the potential to do more for myself? Or are these things that have me operate from a sense of survival once again from operating from my past? I think it's also important to recognize what are some of the ways that we seem to unplug from reality you know what are the some of those coping mechanisms that are very present in our lives that stop us from being responsible or facing the truth and dealing with what's actually there you know for some people it may be alcohol drugs for others it may be you know the internet social media um video games, things like that, et cetera, et cetera. I'm, so, I'm sure there's many different ways, shapes, and form in which people distract themselves. Um, I'm not saying that you can't have any of those things. I, I believe that, you know, especially in this day and age, um, that's very much present, and it's a personal choice. However, it's a matter of recognizing how much of it we're doing and why we're doing it.
You know, and I promise you, I'm usually not one for metaphors, but for some reason today they're just coming to me. Um, Much like I mentioned with you about working at it every single day, um, I kind of liken it to, you know, I've gotten into gardening here lately. um, And it's very therapeutic and helpful, but regardless, before I I get off track, um, you know, I really liken this particular thing to a weed. Um, and those of you who know weeds is, you know, to remove a weed, you have to completely uproot it like everything needs to come out. And, you know, there's more than a couple ways to do that. You can get down on your hands and knees and, you know, pick every single one of those things out. And, you know, and you guarantee that that weed is gone forever. So putting in the hard work. But nowadays, there's also other ways. You know, there's a lot of chemicals out there. There's a lot of tools and machines and whatever else that are, you know, there and present and available for us to be able to de-weed our garden. And I think that also applies to us where instead of getting down, you know, on our hands and knees and doing the work to pull out the weeds in our lives, we're so prone to getting, you know, whatever chemical, whatever machine that can help us do it faster to help us do it easier than the, you know, the good old fashioned way. And, you know, with uh, just like with gardening, the chemicals oftentimes have adverse effects to your other plants, to um, anything that's in the surrounding area and sometimes may not even completely kill the first thing you sat out to get rid of. And the same thing with machines. Um, Sometimes they can be loud and um destructive as well if they go out of control you can do some serious damage to whatever else is is there and that's that's where i see the similarities in that where we don't even realize how much of an impact some of our decisions in dealing with those things and how we're you know either drinking our sorrows away or we're hiding behind a you know a phone are hurting our environment or hurting those around us. And I think that's something to recognize and be very present to in regards to how you've approached things up until this moment. And last, but certainly not least is how are you elevating yourself as a person? You know, what sorts of things are you doing to continuously grow and add to the arsenal of knowledge that you possess? Uh, I think it's uh, very tried and true that books and, taking classes and you know nowadays with your podcast youtube whatever the case is there's many different avenues and ways to add and to drink from the fountain of knowledge to be able to add to yourself you know but there's many other different ways shapes and forms where you can learn things maybe you know maybe you can take up gardening as i mentioned to you i learned many different things more than just how to plant something there's a lot that goes into there's a lot of learning that can come from just being able to do something like that or you know i had never messed with electrical and here lately i've been doing a lot of the the you know swapping out of certain things that that you know i'm tasked with around the house and things like that and yeah i was scary at first i thought i was gonna get shocked but man you know the things that i learned from it patience uh you know the detail the uh precision in which you know, I deal with those things only added to what I already possessed. And that's just an example. 
Um, So that's something that I highly encourage each and every one of you to is to continue adding to yourself. Don't be complacent in where you're at or the level of knowledge that you have now. Um, It's always important to continue adding to yourself and building on yourself because through your experiences at your higher elevated self, you're able to better deal with the challenges that come in your life when you're not operating from the past and you're finally living into what your new possibilities can be, you know, along with your new learnings from other different resources, any challenge almost seems like nothing going forward. You know, I think uh, one thing that's always rang true to me uh, that my grandfather used to tell me as a kid, and I'm not even sure how I still remember because it was so long ago, but he would always tell me that when we as humans... Uh, stop growing we have ceased to live so that's that's always rang true to me and why one of my deep deepest held values is is continuous growth and and learning you know i I am never satisfied with with the level of knowledge that i possess I, i must i must have more and i always go seeking for more so with this i just want to say thank you again for everyone who tuned in and i am very honored and blessed to you know have the people in my life that continue to add value to me and uh that support everything that i'm doing even you know even in this podcast as i mentioned earlier i am truly humbled by one how challenging this can be and I recognized that doing this wasn't going to be easy and that I could fail I could have zero plays or whatever the case is but at the end of the day when I was able to let go of that of my fear of failure I made it possible I put it out there and quite honestly while i do appreciate everyone who tunes in i'm i'm okay with if even one of you decides to listen in i will have done my job so with that being said i want to wish you all a great rest of your day and i hope that you will tune into the next episode take care everyone be safe out there until next time This has been Lonely River Lighthouse.